Chapter Twelve of the Ways of Saint Anthony. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. The Ways of Saint Anthony by Sister M. Josephine. Chapter Twelve. Saint Anthony, a lifesaver. Dear Father David i must write and tell you of my great escape from death for i was surely as near death as any one could be and not get a scratch but it is all due to st anthony that i am still alive to-night there now that will surely be a story said sister salome to herself as her eyes ran hastily through the letter she held in her hands what will surely be a story asked sister joachim who had entered the room just in time to hear the end of the remark oh said sister salome i was just wishing you were here it is so much easier to make up your mind when you have someone to disagree with you and i am all sixes and sevens as to which letters to use this time read that one to me the whole thing and sister joachim sitting down near the window where she could keep one eye on peter mowing the grass outside and then i'll advise you and you'll probably do as you please in the end sister salome smiled she was too interested in her work just then to be greatly offended and besides she had a lurking suspicion that what every one said must be true she turned the paper over this is a letter from a mrs morrow she said but i think after all i'll write the story first and then i'll read it to you that will give you a variety anyway she finished so sister joachim went out to peter and sister salome wrote quietly referring every now and then to the letter lying before her after a while she too went outdoors and put her manuscript into sister joachim's hand this is what it said mrs morrow had many things to do that day and she set about them in her own methodical housewifely way she was cheery and happy and smiled a bit as she moved around this was her birthday and one always feels different on a birthday maybe something was going to happen one by one the morning chores were done the children looked after the house straightened then came the hour for the baby's nap that precious restful time when the little head lay soft upon her breast as she crooned the slumber song but first she would make sure of miss margaret's whereabouts for that sturdy little daughter was just at the exploring age when she needed a watchful eye however she was easily found for she was safe intently making a garden over in the corner of the yard where the first green things came in spring mrs morrow suddenly remembered how she had always looked for the stars of bethlehem as part of her early april birthday with a tender little feeling for all childhood she turned back to her baby No she had stopped before she sat down and put that pan of fat she wanted to render into the oven it was not very hot now 
and the grease would be ready for her before dinner it hardly took as long to do it as it did to think it and soon she and sleepy little mary were cuddled in the rocking chair by the dining-room window slowly the soft little body relaxed the long silken eyelashes lay quiet on the round pink cheeks and the mother's voice grew still just then mrs morrow's eyes happened to see her little manual of st anthony lying on the table near her she was making a novena to her patron saint so she opened the book and turned to the responsory she would say it before she put the baby down and then she would go back to her various duties dear saint anthony surely he would give her what she asked him for so earnestly and verse by verse the prayer slipped off her lips then she rose quietly and laid the sleeping child on the bed in the next room passing as she went the little one's crib which stood near a door leading into the kitchen usually in fact always that was mary's napping place but this morning mrs morrow went right by it without knowing why for a moment she stood watching her baby as it lay quietly sleeping with just the shadow of a smile across its lips surely god was good to her and in her heart she framed a prayer of gratitude as she thought of her two wonderful children her splendid husband and the home that sheltered them all now for many many things that still awaited her capable hands happily mrs morrow went back into the kitchen and proceeded to open carefully the oven door with the first whiff of air that entered the burning grease and even the pan that contained it shot out onto the kitchen floor instantly the room was in a blaze walls and ceilings were great splotches of fire and grease the door in the living room was blown open and the pillow in the empty baby crib caught the flame just then mr morrow coming across the yard saw the ominous glare and rushed to the door only to see his wife dazed and motionless in the midst of the fire when the flames had been extinguished and the havoc could be more plainly seen st anthony's power shone clearly forth mrs morrow was untouched not so much as a spot of grease stained her clothing and the baby had been saved by being laid upon the bed sister joachim handed the papers back with a smile that was a wonderful escape she said i should think she could tell now just how the three youths felt in the fiery furnace and father david knows her too said sister salome she is a friend of his when we hear of such things how can we ever falter in our trust end of chapter twelve recording by john brandon